Hey there, fellow middle schoolers. Welcome to the very first episode of How to Survive Middle School, the podcast that's here to help you navigate the ups, downs, and all-around craziness of the, this wild and wonderful chapter of your life. I'm your host, Maddie, and I've been through it all, from embarrassing moments to awkward crushes and everything in between. So buckle up and get ready for this roller coaster ride as we dive into the ultimate survival guide for middle school. In this episode, we are going to tackle the biggest hurdle of them all, the middle school transition. It's like stepping into a whole new universe filled with unfamiliar faces, confusing schedules, and a whole lot of lockers. But fear not, my friends. I've got some tried and true trips to help you conquer this daunting journey. I just want to say, I personally like to be organized. So let's start with that. It's first day. It's the first week of school. You have three days before your actual school starts, and you've been given three items. Not three items. You've been given your schedule, most likely, at, like, some open house or something before that. If not, sorry, because that's what happened to me, and that's my experience. But in my experience, I got what I did was first got up, went to the Dollar Tree, and I bought a cool binder, very cool binder, and in this binder, I have written, after school started, I've written down my locker combination, what locker number it was, and I have two lockers, one for orchestra and one for my regular locker, which I don't actually use very often, and neither me or my locker buddy can get it open, which is quite difficult, to be honest, but we make do. The beginning of the year, my school was like, you're starting seventh grade, you need to be more organized so they gave everyone in the entire school planners which we have to keep with us at all times which makes my life a lot easier i also picked up from the dollar tree dividers so if you have a notebook take out the spine the whirly whirly wire thing whatever you want to call it and put those papers in a binder label your subjects and have each one separated now i don't have much homework because it's only first week of school for me but here we are i've been through the entire sixth grade experience and i've started seventh grade just as nervous but after sixth grade i had some trips tick the tips and tricks to help me get through it because i had already done it once what i've made for myself is a mini schedule as i'd like to call it it is like what two by four maybe it's just itty bitty two inches by four inches and it just sits in my back of my binder if i ever need to reference my schedule and it's a lot easier than having to pull a big piece of paper out and open it up and peer at it while you're walking through the hallway because that's annoying i have period one two two one through seven if you're in sixth grade you might have eight periods because that's what i have in sixth grade but i can't speak for everyone because i don't know we also had a zero period that we go to on plc days don't know what that was about, but maybe to reduce time, I guess. But it, I have it written out. First period number, then the subject, then the teacher, then the room number, and then what day I have it on. Because we have X days and Y days. Some people have like A, B, A days and B days, whatever it's called. You probably have it. It's splitting up the dates. Like I have health on X days and PE on Y days, and it just alternates days. Like today was the next day. Tomorrow will be a Y day, which means I will have PE tomorrow, but I had health today. And some in most classes you probably have every day, like the core classes, science, math, social studies, English, 
that kind of thing. Or just, and like this year, last year I had orchestra every other day and only PE and no health. But this year, I have orchestra every day and I also have ACES classes, is what we call it. So, I have that too. And so, your schedule might be a bit confusing, hard to figure out, hard to work around. But I promise you, you will figure it out if you have the necessary materials. Now, we are given a Chromebook and charger. And there's a bag inside of that. In my bag, I keep pencils, erasers, paper clips, really anything I would need. Now, let's get started with the next thing. You have all your materials, and that's going to help you, of course, you get a head start when you walk in. But let's say you walk in and look at your schedule. You may have it, but you don't know where anything is. Well, honestly, you just need to go up to someone and ask for help because I'm sure there's a teacher in the hallway somewhere or an older student that could point you in the right direction. It wouldn't be that hard. And if they say no, they're probably just a jerk. Jerks are jerks. There are a lot of jerks in the world. If you let one jerk get you down, the jerks win. And we don't want that, so overpower everyone with kindness. But, yeah. So if you just ask someone to point you in the right direction, they probably would. And you're going to be walking down those hallways. You step in school. Imagine that. You're going to walk into school. You're going to step down those hallways, not knowing where anything is or anyone. You're walking down. Just imagine this. Close your eyes. Think about it. You're walking through the hallway. You see a teacher. You, like, wave, pull out your schedule, show them where you need to go. Ask them for help, and I'm sure they could also help you open your locker if you're struggling with that. We had teachers everywhere to help, and we still do. And during our open house, a lot of the teachers would just say, if you ever need anything, come to me. They're helpful. It's nice. But if your teachers aren't that nice, I'm sure there's an older person or another student that could help you. And confusing schedules is not the end of it, because they're like... 50 billion lockers and probably not signs to tell you where to go. So you just have to point at each locker and be like, Oh, my locker's number 752. <sighs> this one's 400. I'm on the wrong floor. My locker is upstairs. Darn. Then you're going to have to walk up the stairs and then you're going to be staring at a combination lock you don't know how to use. Then you're going to get to class and they're going to yell at you for having your bag and stuff because you couldn't figure out where to put your thing. Yep, it's a whole lot of struggle. If you're riding the struggle bus too, just take some time in practice because you will get the hang of it. I still can't open my locker, and it's like the second week of school. So I have a, all year to learn, 365 plus days. And I'm sure you guys will figure it out too. I'm, I'm, I know that saying, heh, <laughs> you'll figure it out, is not very helpful in this matter because yes and I can't really explain to you how to open a combination lock without googling it myself which is what I'm gonna do because I can't even figure it out but you have me to explain it to you I'm gonna google it um tell me how to do it okay so first you're gonna turn the dial on the lock oh this is the wrong type of lock i don't know what type of lock this is but so 
Combination lock. It depends on what type of lock you have. Mine was like a circle. You turn it. It tells me what the code is. Yep. I've been told. So first you're going to turn it clockwise three times. Which, if you don't know, is clockwise is right. So you're going to go one right, two right, three right. Again, one right, two right, three right. But when you do that, you're going to start. Say my locker... Okay, let's say this. My locker combination is 36, 10, 1. This isn't my actual combination, but we're using it because that's what Wikipedia says. So, yeah, we're going with this. We're doing it. We're doing it. You're going to start at 36, and you're going to spin it to the right back to 36. One time, two times, three times. And then you're going to do... You found 36, you've spin it three times, and... Stop when the marker points to the first number of the combination. So you're going to... Hold up. I'm confused. Sorry, I'm confusing myself. You spin it 36 three times. Stop there. And next, you're going to spin it the other way. So you're going to spin it counterclockwise. The opposite way. And... Back to the left for one... One... Hear me, hear me out. One full time to ten. One full time. Just once. Stop at 10. And you're going to go back, finally back to the other direction, back to 1. If you ever need help opening your locker, listen to this again. Then open the lock, and boom, you're done. I might have to go back and listen to this to open my orchestra locker, you know? Now that we've figured out how to open our locker, we put our stuff in it, we close our locker, walk into class, we sit down, we make it through the day, and boom, the bell rings. You look at your watch, it's 12 o'clock. It's time for lunch. Where's the cafeteria? You find the cafeteria. You get in the line. You grab your lunch. And you walk out. Imagine. You're just standing there. Peering across the cafeteria. You don't have any friends at the school. And if you do, you don't know if they have the same lunch time as you. Or where they're sitting. So you look for your friends. And you can't find any. And you're like, who do I sit with? And trust me, so many other people are thinking that too. So just walk in. Walk by, find someone sitting low, and be like, can I sit here? And most likely, they will say yes, because kindness is good. Kindness is a nice thing. If they say yes, sit down, talk to them. Say, be like, hi, my name is... If I went up to them, I'd be like, hi, my name is Maddie, can I sit here? And then if they say yes, just start talking about things you're interested in. Like, hi, what's your name? We already said my name, so what's your name? You'd introduce yourself, they'd introduce them. Tell them what you're interested in, like, one to three things. Like, I play the violin. I like soccer. Um, my favorite subject in school is math. Boom, three things. That easy. My favorite thing to do? Talk about myself. I do it all the time. My friends are really annoyed with me. And boom, right there you have a new friend. Or maybe just an acquaintance. If you don't have the same interests, that's a-okay. Because you will find somebody out there, I'm sure... There's at least one person at your school that has the same interests as you. Even if you don't believe it, I believe it. You, They will find you or you will find them. I sat with someone on the first day of school. We talked. I kind of made friends with them. But that is an awkward story for another day. Because it's kind of funny, another story about that. And there you go. If you're not my friends, I've just explained to you some tips so there you have it the first episode of how to survive middle school is officially in the books i hope you've enjoyed our dive into the middle school madness and 
Now that you feel a little more prepared to take on the challenges that lie ahead, you will come back for more episodes where we'll cover things from exams to cafeteria chaos to extracurricular activities. Remember, you've got this. I'm here to guide you every step of the way. Until next time, keep surviving, keep thriving, and keep being awesome. I'm Maddie, and this was How to Survive Middle School.